Welcome, welcome back to another episode <clears throat> of the Only One Ravens podcast. I'm your host here, King Pope. I got my co-host with me, Mr. JB. What up, world? Uh, today, we want to get into Miami versus Baltimore. Um, it's a big game for each team. Uh, this game right here is for the number one seed. Uh, so if Baltimore was to pull this win off, they would be locked into the number one seed. And if the Miami Dolphins were to pull this off, they would then become the number one seed and they would have to beat Buffalo in order to keep that position. So key game for both teams. Um, so I'm expecting a hard for a game. Um, I think both teams have um, been playing pretty well. Uh, both teams have good offenses, offensive players, uh, good quarterbacks. Tua's having a good season. Uh, you got Tyree Hill and you got Jalen Waddle, Raheem Moster. Uh, they even got A-Chain, uh, another guy that they have on their team. So Miami's built off of a lot of speed. Um, another coach from the Shanahan tree, which is Mike McDaniel. So I'm pretty sure we're going to see some similar things uh, offensively uh, from the Shanahan tree. So, um, yeah, JB, I guess we can get into what we expect from the Ravens this week, injuries, because uh, uh, we do got some guys that's hurt, and we got we, uh, some guys we don't have answers on if they're going to play or not, and some guys, a lot of guys are missing practice this week. Oh, uh, yeah, so I, I guess I can just jump right in with the um, the defense, right? I, I think the defense is going to have to come out um, – again, for a second week in a row and um, dominate the game. Like, I, I think it everything is going to have to go through um, Roe and PQ. Like, they're like they going to have to um, be the backbone of that defense. Um, I am interested in seeing what um, our Mike <laughs> um, McDonald is going to do um, with the defensive schemes, you know, I had to go back and watch some film and, you know, like the, the, the way that he disguised a lot of the defensive pressures, the way that um, they had to rotate, like it, it was almost like, I mean, it, it is his own defense, but it was almost like a basketball zone to where um, they wherever the 49ers was was dominant, whether it was the right side, um, then the the weak side guy would rotate to the middle of the field. Um, um and if if the play was going to the left, the the guy on the right side would rotate. So um I'm interested in seeing how Mike McDonald is gonna do against Mike McDaniel. You, you know what I mean? Like that I, I think that is gonna be the the, the chess game. Uh, and just like, yeah, our defense is going to have to bring it. Um, I think, uh, you, you mentioned the, um, the injuries, P, uh, we have, uh, um, Kyle, uh, Hamilton, who, uh, who was injured again for the second week, um, in a row. I, I think, I think it was, uh, a knee sprain, I, I, I believe, um, but like, uh, so he, he was limited in practice early in the week. I think he, um, practice yesterday, and um, I'm not sure about um, today, um, but we, we definitely going to need his presence on the field. Like he, um, like I mentioned last week, that um, CMC was the um, the 
engine that made that 49ers machine go. Well, if that's true, then Kyle Hamilton is definitely the um the the engine that makes our defense go with um with Roquan being that linchpin that keeps up um all three levels of defense together. So I, I think it's gonna be another defensive battle. Hopefully those guys are up for the challenge. Um, what I don't want to see is them coming in flat, you know, after going all out um, for that Niners game. So, you know, hopefully our defense can keep it up. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> pause defensively. Um, <clears throat> when I go back and I look at the last game, um, <sighs> the, the defense they played I mean, they they played well. Um, I believe they they still got stuff to clean up. Um, the tight end just killed us. I mean, he 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 had his way with us early. Uh, it made big plays. Uh, Brandon Ayuk killed Brandon Stevenson a lot. Um, and it was just a tough matchup for Brandon Stevenson to to guard Brandon Ayuk. Um, Debo didn't do too much. He had a couple plays here and there. Um, I just think the defense has to – they got to tighten some things up. Um, pretty much, the, to me, the turnovers were the key factor in that last game because the current turnovers were huge, and that's what kind of <clears throat> changed the game. Because if you look at it, 49ers, they took that first drive and they went all the way down the field. And if it wasn't for that Kyle Hamilton interception, I'm pretty sure the 49ers was probably going to put up six points on the board. So still things I believe they got to clean up. Um, with the Tua situation, Tua is a, <clears throat> a very accurate passer. He's a spot thrower. So with the defense, it's going to be very crucial for Matty BK and uh, Michael Pierce to get inside get pressure, pressure. Yep. up the middle because they're going to have to get Tua off of his spots. And you're going to have to make Tua move. And then when you get Tua off his spots, Kyle Van, Kyle Van Noy and – um. The David Clowney go ahead to finish the sacks. So uh pressure is gonna be a key factor in this game. Uh because the last time two players he put six touchdowns on our head. Not saying this is the same defense that he played against, but still just saying like you yeah. know, two is capable, he's capable of doing it. So the biggest key is they have to get pressure up the front. And then not only that, knowing that Tua is a spot thrower, so it's like He's expecting a guy to be in a certain spot. I believe that if we're if they're studying the film that they're supposed to study, if then guys should be like in those windows of where Tua wants to throw the ball at to create uh, either turnovers or or to create incompletions. So I believe that you know because it's not like Tua is like a, a, a off script type of quarterback. He's more like I said accuracy on the spot, you know, expecting guys to be in this area and that's where the ball is going to go. And he's already, he has, he's an anticipation thrower too. So he's already throwing the ball. He's already throwing it to a spot. So I believe if the Ravens could, if you're, if, if as players and you watching your film, if the players can like anticipate where he's going in those areas, I believe that they could be able to come up with some type of turnovers or like I said, some type of incompletion. So, um, It'd be, I mean, I don't know the information totally on Jaden Waddle. They said that he is not as bad as they think it is, but he has a high ankle sprain. So, I mean, no, with a high ankle sprain, usually you're out for a yeah, couple of couple, couple weeks. Right. 
But I mean, if he tries to go and he tries to push it, then hey, as a defense, you gotta test that ankle. You know what I mean? And see how healthy he really is. So you want to kind of force and make him do some things on the ankle to see how good is he, how productive he's gonna be. You know, because if he's if he's at least you know half of himself. You know, that can, he can still be productive. So that's very important. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, Raheem Mostert leads the NFL in touchdowns. I think he got mm-hmm. like 20, 20-something touchdowns. So you know they're going to test the edges because the Rams did the same thing to us. They test the edges, and I'm pretty sure that Miami's going to do the same thing. So I'm just – I'm, I'm – I'm not concerned that Mike McDonald is not going to have a game plan for this. It's just more so the player is going to be prepared to handle the game script. Yeah, because, that's the key. Yeah, because Miami's going to test those things, and they're going to do that. You know what I mean? So I think Mike is going to have a game plan. His game plan is going to be legit, and I think he's going to have a good one. It's just the players have to execute the game plan. Uh, I have a, a funny feeling that this game, I don't think Kyle's going to play this game. I just don't think he's uh, – I just think it's going to be close to, like, a game-time decision, and I just think that he might not play. Um, yeah. It's going to be tough, but I, I believe we still can get the job done without him. Yeah, yeah. they – you know, I, I seen an interview with Kyle, and he basically said that he was um, day-to-day, and it probably will be a game-time decision. Um, I'm actually looking forward to um, him – playing like he he needs to play and um you know I'm, I'm gonna take you back to what you said like that um that 49ers first drive when they went down there and um if he doesn't intercept the ball you said that they would have scored and I'm, I'm i'm not totally sure about that if, if you watch um kyle on that play he sets um he sets Brock Purdy up for that interception. Like he, he, he made Brock think that it was going one way and um, he, he reverse field and uh, picked the ball off. Like it was, it was a, it was a easy, clean pitch and catch um, type of interception with him. So um, we're going to need that. Like if if he's not in the game, who do you lean on in that secondary? I mean, um, Marlon Humphrey is um, getting has been getting better and better each week. Um, he went out there and um, disrupted the uh, the 49ers offense. He had an interception. He caused a couple. Um, so I, <clears throat> I'm I'm so I'm asking like who who do you lean on if it's not Kyle, right? So th- that that just takes me back to Roquan and PQ. Um, again, as well, uh, the situation with Waddle, I, I think, um, he was also, uh, limited in the practice and has been day to day. Like you said, P was a high ankle sprain and high ankle sprains are nothing to play with. Like you, like you don't just bounce back from a high ankle sprain. And, um, I watched the interview with, um, with the cheetah, you know, number 10, you know, who, who was encouraging his his teammate to play through the pain and but you know is that that high ankle sprain is 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 nothing to fool with man so I, I you know I, I would love for the um, Dolphins to you know have all they guys um, healthy and present against all our guys that are healthy um, and it can be the the slugfest that we want it to be but I, I'm not 
mad if Waddle can't go, and then that way, you know, it it would ease the pressure just a little bit, you know, on uh, Mike McDonald and and the defense. Uh, is is it's just tough, like because because you still have Cheetah over there, and he, I'm I'm interested in seeing what Mike. McDonald is is gonna scheme up like I'm I'm just like I think it it it, it it's gonna come down to that and I'm not taking anything away from Tua P like like you you said it all where he's kind of like a a spot player where he throws to the spot he, he doesn't when the pocket breaks down you know his number one guy to look for is um is Cheeto or um, um Mozart out out the out, out the back so um. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Like the offense, I'm I'm not too worried about. I mean, I, I say Mozart, um, <laughs> Mostert. Um, you know, like I'm I'm not too worried about our offense. I I think Lamar is ready for the challenge. I think he's up for the challenge, and I think he's just gonna bring it. My concern on offense, though, is um, this is another week without Zay Flowers at practice. So that is going to be my concern because he has quietly became uh, Lamar Jackson's go-to guy. So that's my concern. I mean, Zay Flowers missed practice last week and he had a game where he had seven catches for 72 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I don't think that concerns me at all. I think the most concerns me is on offenses is the offensive line because Miami's defensive line is good. Miami is <clears throat> Miami is second in the NFL with 52 sacks. The Ravens are first in the NFL with 54 sacks. So, right. I mean, you ideally you're playing against another front that's just like that, that who you practice practice against in practice. Right. You're, you're playing against another tough front. So, um, this is going to be a, this is going to be yeah. a test for you know our offensive line again. This is going to be can Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses and Linda Baum and and, and Zeitler and Mister uh, Simpson can they step up to the plate and and take care of business because you know these guys can get after the quarterback. Now, of course, the good thing about the offensive line, you have a quarterback that can move with his legs, so he allows you to be able to have more time to hold up your blocks because he know how to get away from, you know, the defenders. But at the same time, too, you still have to do your job and open up holes. So I think with that being said, I think this game, this game for me here, for, I guess, the Ravens, I would like to see them get the running game going. But Miami's defense is great against the run. I think they're only averaging like – teams only averaging like three-point-something yards to carry on these guys. You know what I mean? So these guys are tough – when it comes to the running game. So that lets me know right off the break, that's Lamar. It's going to be Lamar with his legs. Yes. It's going to yes. be a lot of plays with his legs uh, on, on this game because, I mean, this team is just tough to run on. So, like, you know, it's going to be some plays where it's so, like he's back to pass and he just break open a big run somewhere or something like that. So uh, th- this is a true test for the offense. I mean, this Miami defense is no slouch. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's been playing good football. So your so your receivers, you're gonna get tested. You know Jalen Ramsey's playing, he's gonna play you man man on man. He's gonna be in your face. You know, can you get open off of that? Can you get away from him? Xavier Howard, we know Xavier Howard is. We seen what Bateman did to him last year. So Xavier Howard doesn't scare me. I'm not worried about that. I think you can make plays on Xavier Howard. Right. It's just can you can you get off of Jalen Ramsey? Can you do things against Jalen Ramsey to back him off? You know what I mean? So right. 
and they got a good safety in Javon Holland. Javon yeah, Holland's yeah. a great safety, you know what I mean? So, I mean, their defense is good too. I, I, but I believe that the Ravens can put points up. The, offensively, I know they can put points up every week. It's just a matter of which direction are they going to go and how are they going to attack? You know, what's Monk and mindset? Mm-hmm. What, what is he looking forward to? What areas do he want to attack them at? Does he want to attack them with his tight ends? Does he want to try to run the football? Or does he want to go straight floor flash and try to attack with his wide receivers? You know what I mean? So it's kind of interesting to see if they're going to come out passing or they're going to come out trying to run the football. So I would like to see which ways are they going to come out with that. You know what I mean? Because I think that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, damn, you you hit everything on the head like that I was going to mention. I, I think this game is a Lamar game. Like, I, I think everything this game is going to be predicated on Lamar's decision-making. Like, you, you saw it in the 49ers game where – you know, he he looked like he was bottled up for a sec and just and just dipped it and you know spent off of it and and turned a, a would be three yard loss into a, a what a twenty something yard gain. So he he's capable of doing that. And and the thing about it is, it's not just one or two times a game. It's it's about five, six, maybe seven times a game. Now I just want to back up because you 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 mentioned our offensive line uh, last week. I said um, our defensive line and you know our dns um you know our, our whole defense um period had to have um a stellar game like they, they just had to have a stellar game well i think this game has to be um offensively driven and i think it, it's going to start up front with our offensive line you know like uh um uh shoot i'm blanking um Miami's defense has, you know, like you said, a, a, a great front four down there. Like they have uh um <clears throat> what's the what's the guy named? Uh Zach Seller, I think that's his name. And yeah, he the Ravens drafted him. Yeah, yeah. And and then you have uh Bradley um, Chubb. Yeah, Bradley Chubb, Christian uh Wilkins, and you know, like those guys can bring pressure and um I'm <laughs> I, I'm not worried about Lamar um, too much. Like he, like he, I think he's over that. Um, just trying to force the ball downfield and uh, you know throw, you know making turnovers. So I, I fully expect him to make plays with his legs, um, which means um, a guy like Isaiah Likely, you know, is is going to have to be um, a featured guy. You know, um, whoever we have in the backfield, whether it's is Gus or um, or uh, shoot, you know the the other running back that we have. I don't know uh, why Justice, I'm blanking. Justice Hill. Yeah, Justice Hill, and um, I, I did see that um that Melvin Gordon was was on the sideline during the Forty ers game. Not sure how much of an impact he's gonna have this game or even if he's going to see the field at all. But those guys, our running backs, are going to have to have a big game out the backfield, whether it's um, whether it's chipping those guys off the edge, um, Bradley Chubb off the edge, or um, just catching the ball out the backfield. Um, they're going to have to help Lamar Jackson. Now, um, you mentioned uh, Miami's secondary that's um that's led by Jalen Ramsey and you know since he's come back off the injury um that dude is playing with a chip on the shoulder 
So he he is going to go out there and try to lock up um, our number one receiver. But then the question P is who who is he going to lock up? Is 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 he going to try to lock up Zay? You, you know, is he going to try to lock up OBJ? Is he going to try to lock up um, um, Isaiah Likely? So I I, I think um, wh- whoever he tries to lock up because I don't I don't I don't believe that he's going to be able to shut down um, any one receiver. Um, so like who is going to try to lock up and and that is going to depend on um the game flow i mean that is going to dictate the game flow um offensively so you know if he tries to take zay out of the um, equation then you still have isaiah likely um i think you're going to see the reemergence of an obj mm, you, you understand what i'm saying so i, I, I it's, it's, it's going to be tough you know all the way around again you know um this is not a team, a Miami team that you want to take lightly. You, I mean, lightly. You you have to go down and put points on the board. Um, I'm I'm not gonna be, um, <clears throat> um, I'm I'm not gonna be the one who says that a field goal gets it done. We have to punch the zone. I mean, punch the ball into the end zone. Um, uh usually um throughout the last few seasons we've had an issue with John Harbaugh going forward on fourth down. Where he he went forward on fourth down um at that goal line and he actually made a believer out of me at at, at that point. Like I wanted uh, him to kick the field goal and go up uh six five, but you know, he made a believer out of me on that one. So um so this is not only a big game for those guys on the field. It's going to be a big game for those coaches on the sideline. You know who who is going to flinch first. You know, and you know all all the all the trash talk that we give um, John Harbaugh, and you know um, episode to episode, he's going to have to come out. You know, and and take um, total control of this game, and you know, and have those guys ready to play. Yeah, absolutely. Coaching is going to be a big factor in this game, um, especially on on the defensive side. But like I said, I kind of trust Mike Mike McDonald um, with his game plan. I think his his game plan planning has uh, gotten so much better from where he started to where he is today. He's been absolutely phenomenal with his mm-hmm. game plan and his uh, and then execution of his plan. Um, as long as the players are executing the plan to the way he's calling it, they're they're looking great out there. So not too much, not too concerned about Mike, but at the same time too, we got to be concerned about the players that's on the other side of the field because, I mean, you got to respect Tyreek Hill, Tua, Jalen Waddle, and uh, and Moster. Man, them guys are balling. They're playing great football. Um, mm-hmm. Respect what they have. Um, Todd. Todd's been up and down this year, so it's been some games where it's just like a head scratching, and some games it's like, okay, Todd, you, you know, you're doing your thing. So hopefully we get the Todd that's doing doing his thing and not the head scratcher because, you know, Miami's defense, like I said, they're tough. They're not, they're not slouches. They're not, and they're not, they're not ten and four for no reason. Like this team is a good football team, so you know this team is going to come in here and they're going to fight hard because they want that number one seed. But to me. I feel like the Ravens wanted more than them. I'm hoping that's that 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 we're getting out of this because, you know, the Ravens win this game, then you can think about the next week playing against the Steelers and probably playing, maybe your guys, maybe for a half, you know, what I mean, but not playing them as much, you know what I mean, getting them some rest and getting their bodies back together. So, it's uh, I 
I wouldn't, it'd be hard for me to see the Ravens come out and just lay down and lay an egg. It's just going to be hard for me to see that. Not with just the mindset of what these guys are playing with and what they're looking forward to. And, and, and to know that they do want this by because they know they need to get healthy to make this playoff push. So I'm pretty sure these guys are going to come out uh, very charged up and ready to go. But I just think, I think they might do this one without Kyle. I just think that I'm not, I don't, I don't think it's like he says is, is not as bad. You know what I mean? He said like, he, he felt like they dodged a bullet, but I feel like he might just need a little bit more rest than normal to play in this game. I think it might be just a little bit quick, too quick of a turnaround for him to play in this game, you know, by them playing Monday night and then turn around and playing back Sunday. I think this might be just a too quick of a turnaround Whereas though he might just need a little bit more time before he touches the field. But again, I do believe that they can still win it without him being on the field and still play great defense. It's just a matter of the defensive line has to do their part because this game to me is more so of the defensive line doing their part to where though the last game when they played the 49ers, it was more so of the back end of guys were doing the big part of it and winning the game for the team with the turnovers. Whereas on this time, the, your your front has to bring the pressure to to frustrate Tua to get him off of his spots and to make it a harder time for him. Because if Tua can sit back there and have time, he's just gonna he's gonna annihilate you. And and we already know that. We've seen that. Like, you know what I mean? We've seen him do six touchdowns on us like it was nothing. So we know that pressure kills Tua completely. So Matt BK and and Michael Pierce are the key factors more so than than uh than Kyle Van Noy. So I, I feel like they have to be the bigger focal one because when he has pressure in his face it's much more difficult for him than getting pressure on the edges. He needs it in his face. That's me. I mean, too, he's a short quarterback, just like how Purdy is too. So you want to, you want to bring the pressure to his face. So I think if the Ravens can, can successfully do those type of things in the defense on Sunday, I think they'll come out, you know, with an easy victory and, and be able to t- to handle business on us on Sunday. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, P. Like I, I think it's um, this is gonna be a, a good game. Like it's, it's just gonna be a good game. I'm I'm a little upset that it didn't get flex. You know, should have got flex a um, a later time, four o'clock slot or something. Um, but like th- this is gonna I be. I think it game. has something to do with CBS too. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's CBS. It's always CBS. But um, <laughs> but um, I, I think uh, and and I. I, nothing, because I, I had I had my little opinion on 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 that one. Like I don't know if it was uh, uh, Florio, you know, because he he works for CBS and whatever. Like it it, it doesn't even matter. But it's it's a one o'clock game. <laughs> What's funny is he picked he picked the Ravens to win this week. <laughs> yeah, I know he 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 had to he he had to walk it back. Um, you know, because the, the 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 Ravens just in, embarrassed him. Mm-hmm. But uh. But yeah, it's, it's it's a one o'clock game. It's it's it's, it's I we, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna win this game. Reason being, we have to win this game, like you said, P, to lock up that number one seed and hopefully give some guys some rest um, uh, in the week following when we play uh, Pittsburgh. But um, 
is it's like I don't know, like it's is like this is a game where you're gonna have to um dot your eyes and cross your T's, you know, on both sides of the ball. Um uh Tariq Hill is not one of those dudes to be played with, you know, and you know, this guy like this is a guy who's looking to have um two thousand yards rushing. You know, so hopefully we can, you know, our defense can can stifle that and, you know, take that um uh off the board. And, you know, we, we just gonna have to come out and perform. I, I just you, you know, like this is a game that we we absolutely have to have. You, you know, the the uh it was a correction. The Miami are now um eleven and four, not ten and four, but you know, and 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 this is why we have to have it because with our record being twelve and three, then um if we if we drop this game to Miami, then we would have uh the same record and um they would have the advantage. Um going into the playoffs. So it's, you know, I'm just, just looking at the injury report. Um, this one has uh, Jalen Waddle as listed as out completely. So um, uh, it says his expected return is January 7th, which is, which is the following week. So again, if, if that's the case, then it will ease the pressure um, on our defense, but you you still have so many weapons that you know Miami can kill you with. Like like you said, you have uh, Mostert who's leading the NFL in touchdowns with eighteen, um, but then you have uh, Tariq Hill who um, has um, twelve touchdowns. So you know he's he is second in the NFL in um, uh, touchdowns among wide receivers. So these guys are, ain't no joke. You know, and we just we just got to bring it like it has to be, you know, we have to force Miami to play our game. You know, we have to um, slow the pace defensively. And, and you know, we don't want guys flying all around the place um, unless it's pursuing the ball. Um, I fully expect Miami to come with those um, bubble screens with um, with Tariq Hill. And, you know, that that guy is a monster in the open field. You know, I and you know, I I, I came across some um, some video of him, um, Tariq Hill and Ray Lewis talking, mm-hmm. I think during the last Pro Bowl. Or maybe the yeah, I think it was the last Pro Bowl. And um, you know, Tariq Hill asking the question, you know, him versus Ray Lewis uh one on one in open field, you know, who wins that matchup? You know, and you notice he said in the open field, like, is, you know, so it's, it's a little tricky with him. You know, he's he's a smaller receiver, um, shifty, and he's very strong. So um, if you're Marlon Humphrey and you're out there listening, you know, a, a shoulder check is not going to stop that dude. You're, you're going to have to wrap up. You know, all those guys, you know, PQ, uh, Roe, all those guys, they're going to have to wrap up whether it's him or um, Mostart or whether it's Tua, you know, on the scrambling. Like, like I don't I don't want anyone to be fooled. Like, Tua is, is nowhere near as elusive as, as elusive as Lamar Jackson, but he will tuck in and run when he needs to. So, um Again, uh, I, I I believe that this game is predicated on both teams' defenses and how well um, uh, each quarterback can uh, match that energy. You know what I mean? Like I think I think both quarterbacks uh, are capable of playing at um, a high level. 
Um, and it's just who is going to flinch first. And uh, I'm, of course, you know, I'm going with the home team. My money is on um, L- Lamar with his legs and his arm. So I'm, I'm, like, I'm just excited for this Sunday game. I just am. Yeah, uh, yeah, I am too. Cause it's gonna be very entertaining. Um, I think, I think it's gonna be closer than what people expected to be. You know what I mean? Cause it's gonna be a tight game. Like, um, just te- two teams are gonna fight for this. You know what I mean? They they know the importance of this game. Like the loser of this game knows that they're they're playing the first round of playoffs. You know what I mean? They know that completely. So this is this is gonna be a hard four type of game and it's it's who wants it more. So I'm pretty sure Roquan is gonna be in those guys' ears and they're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be tuned in to getting it. And I know Lamar on the offensive side, he's gonna have them guys ready to rock and roll. You know what I mean? So this is definitely gonna be um entertaining game. Um like you said, sadly it couldn't be a late game because this is how this is how entertaining it's gonna be because it's high stakes. So, you know, you want this to be like a national televised game so the world can see, like, how huge this game is. But, hey, I mean, CBS, they, it is what it is on that behalf. But um, I think other than that, man, I think we kind of covered a lot of stuff with what's, you know, as far as this game. I mean, we kind of really broke down, like, you know, the areas of what the Ravens need to do and what they need to, how they need to attack this defense. And then on the same side, we talked about how, you know, the defense needs to attack the, the Miami's offense. So I think this is, this, this uh, game plan is pretty simple and self-explanatory. You know what I mean? I think it's just, it's execution. Everything is execution, you know, as far as this, you know what I mean? If they execute the way, you know, the way we sitting here, and we're talking about it. it. To me, these guys should be able to come out with a victory. So, um, if you ain't got nothing else, JB, I ain't got nothing else. You know, we could close off for today because I mean, I think we hit everything that we needed to hit on this one. Uh, yeah, I, I just want to do my uh, predicted score. Um, I got the uh, close game. I think it's going to be twenty-seven to twenty Ravens. Yeah, and I'm looking at a close game. Um, I'm looking at like a a 34 to 30, a 30 type of game. Um, I think it gets in the 30s. I think I mean these teams teams can put points up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking 34 30. Um, I think Ravens jump out early, and then I think Miami uh, makes a pushback towards the end to try to to uh, close out and win the game. But the Ravens hold them off late. So okay. Yeah, I think it's one of those type of games. So with that being said, guys, I think we covered everything for you guys. Um, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, one other thing I wanted to say, too, is uh, with this game, the crowd has to be a factor. So, you know, you guys that's out there listening, if you're going to the game, man, you guys got to be a factor for this game, man. You got to get gotta get loud down there. Got to make a lot of noise. Get false starts for this, for the uh for them out there, man, you got to be as loud as you can be because this game right here, they're going to need everything they can get out of the crowd too because the crowd is going to be a big factor in that. You know what I mean? You want them guys to start off first and 15 instead of first and 10 or second and 15, however it may be. So, you know, if you guys are listening, you're going to the game, man, make sure you guys are loud out there cheering and um right. and helping the Ravens out to get that right. done. So with that being said, guys, we're going to close out the show for tonight. We'll catch you back on Monday. 
and hopefully we'll have a, a, a Ravens victory and we'll be on our way to the number one seed. Other than that, guys, peace out. I holla.